Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Would you please tell him that instead of Christmas this year, I just want my family back. Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? It must be magic. I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. Nobody's walking out on this fun, old-fashioned family Christmas. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Tis the Podcast, the podcast that is dedicated to keeping the spirit of Christmas alive 365 days a year. I'm Tom. I'm Julia. I'm Anthony. One week closer to being out of the 40s. (laughs) 11 weeks into this year. Goodness gracious, that is crazy. I know. Did you guys... Did you guys see that Home Alone Lego set that I posted on our social medias? I did. Take my money. So for so for those who haven't seen it, uh, you can. I posted the link on our Facebook page and our Reddit page. Um, somebody basically designed the McAllister house from Home Alone with all the traps and uh, the zip line and everything. And Kevin, Marv, and Harry are included as minifigures. And it's a concept. So Lego is letting people vote on which ones we want them to mass produce. So go vote, guys, because that set looks awesome. Yeah, it does. I did vote. I did, too. I did, too. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need them to make that real bad. I, I want all of us to come here to record the week after Christmas and say we all got one for Christmas. <gasps> That's what I want from Santa next year. I don't want... I'm going to have to change my game a little bit if I'm going to get that from Santa. I'm going to have to be a little better. <laughs> naughty list right now, guys. No, no, no. He has the worst list. He has nice, naughty, the worst. And it's just me. It's just Tom. <laughs> and he spelled your name wrong. Oh, Santa wouldn't now do that's that. That's just too far. <laughs> too Santa far, knows. Anthony. <laughs> too far. You know what went too far? This movie. All right, let's jump right into it. <laughs> this week, we are covering the 2002 animated film, Eight Crazy Nights. I'm going to go ahead and do a quick plot synopsis for those of you who have not seen it yet. Davy Stone, an alcoholic with a criminal record, is sentenced to community service under the supervision of an elderly referee, Whitey. Davy is then faced with trying to reform and abandon his bad habits. This movie... If anything reeks of Hanukkah, it's that synopsis right there. <laughs> I am so sorry to our Jewish listeners that this is the one and only Hanukkah movie we have covered so far. <laughs> is it a Hanukkah movie? Is it a Hanukkah movie? We'll get to that. We will get to that. The movie is directed by Seth Kearsley, and he's got some good chops to his name and things other than directing. He's got a lot of stuff I'm really not very familiar with. He did a few episodes of Family Guy, Ron White, and the Looney Tunes TV show, but he's also done... Yeah, worked in the art department for The Secret Life of Pets and Sing. Oh, I love the movie Sing. Me too. It's animated by the guys who animated The Iron Giant, which I love that movie. The writers are some of Adam Sandler's typical writers you see on everything, like Alan Cover, who usually makes a guest appearance in his movies, and Brooks Arthur. 
that's 10 second Tom. I didn't realize he did the directing thing. I just thought he was one of the guys that's always an actor in all of the Adam Sandler movies. I had no idea he had director chops. Because Adam Sandler chops. Because Adam Sandler does that, right? He always brings his friends in. Always. His writing crew has been involved in 50 First Dates, Little Nicky, Grandma's Boy, The Wedding Singer, Hotel Transylvania, the awesome classic that we all love, Jack and Jill, Paul Blart Mall Cop, Bedtime Stories, Mr. Deeds, Deuce Bigelow, you know, the list goes on and on. Happy Gilmore, all of the Adam Sandler stuff. He's a pretty loyal. One thing that's really cool about him is how loyal he is. Mm -hmm. Um, The movie stars Adam Sandler, who plays multiple parts. He plays Davey, Whitey, Eleanor, and the deer. I think everything I just listed covers Adam Sandler's acting career. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) The voice of Jennifer in the film is Jackie Sandler, who is Adam Sandler's wife. If they were introduced back in the day by by a mutual friend, Rob Schneider. (gasps) I didn't know that. They have, uh, she's been in a lot of stuff. She was in 50 First Dates, Duplex, Little Nicky, Deuce Bigelow. She was a waitress in Big Daddy. She had appearance, an appearance on one of my favorite TV shows of all times, The King of Queens. Yay. She was in Grown Ups, Zookeeper, That's My Boy, Grown Ups 2, The Do-Over, The Ridiculous Six. And she's got a couple of movies in post-production right now. The voice of the little boy in this movie, Benjamin, is Austin Stout. He's done some other stuff, too. He's quit acting a while ago. He hasn't been in in anything since 2006 when he was in NCIS. (laughs) But he was in Matilda and SpongeBob SquarePants and Richie Rich's Christmas Wish. We've got a few other people to cover. Tyra Banks does make an appearance in this. She's known as a modeling royalty. Kevin Nealon is the mayor from SNL, another SNL alum who um, has done quite a few movies again with Adam Sandler. My favorite probably being his role in The Wedding Singer. He's also in Weeds, Father of the Year, Racquetball. He has done a lot of TV shows. If you've watched any SNL, you surely know Kevin Nealon. He was one of my favorite weekend updates of yeah, all time. Up until he was, he held the, the place. A special place in my heart is my favorite until Tina Fey and Amy Poehler started. Oh, yeah. Yep. Again, Rob Schneider is in this. I should have been asking this along. I'm sorry, guys. I didn't. Uh, what's your favorite Adam Sandler movie? Fifty First Dates. Nope. 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 My favorite Adam Sandler movie is Spanglish. Whew. Wow. That's blew a, it there. One I almost completely forgot about. How about you, Anthony? I'm going to preface this by... <laughs> saying something i'm not the biggest adam sandler fan no 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 i am going to use a quote from harry potter to describe how i like adam sandler and it's when snape is describing harry to bellatrix in book six when she's and he says he has survived by sheer dumb luck and more talented friends and that's how i would describe adam sandler's career i hate him with the passion i he's probably the lowest of the low on my actors list not saying he hasn't been in the movie there are a few of his movies i like so i'm not saying that at all but in my opinion you could probably take adam sandler out of every almost every movie and that movie would instantly become better because he i will take the sex and the violence and the raunch over his stupid potty disgusting gross out immature childish humor any day of the week i haven't been this upset on one of the shows in a long time so like the whole t- oh well i'm not getting into movies yet we're not talking to movies 
to answer your question, Tom, my question was simply, what is your favorite Adam Sandler movie? <laughs> that was my entire question. Full stop. <laughs> my favorite Adam Sandler movie was Happy Gilmore. Okay. My wow, you even chose a more Adam Sandlery Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler movie. movie. That was before he became over the top Adam Sandler. He's not over the top in Fifty First. Um, I'm going to keep him. Up. He's not in Fifty First Dates. I really like early Adam Sandler. I'm going to strongly disagree with Anthony here, which starts us off for a wonderful episode. I'm sure. I really, really liked uh, Adam Sandler when I was younger. And my interest in him has has been pretty consistent, except for Funny People, which was not a funny movie. It was horribly depressing. Oh, it was a depressing movie. Oh, my gosh. It was awful. Um, he was in another Christmas film, Mixed Nuts, that I'm sure we'll eventually cover. Um, God, this is a tough one for me, really, because I want to say Happy Gilmore because I liked it, but I don't want to agree with Anthony after that rant on anything. So I'm going to say <laughs> Billy Madison. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just going to say the only two other Adam Sandler movies I like off the top of my head are Wedding Singer Love and it. Click. Hmm, interesting. I liked, I, li- I liked the heart in Click, the underlying heart and message of that movie. I found that's my Adam Sandler ticket, are the ones with heart. Like, like Big Daddy? I hated yeah, that. Yeah, like Big Daddy. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of Big Daddy. But like The Wedding Singer, Fifty First Dates, and Spanglish are my three favorite Adam Sandler movies. And Fifty First Date and Wedding Singer rank up there with like favorite movies of all time as well. I love those movies. Uh, Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore together is just instant gold, despite what yeah, Anthony says about Adam Sandler. Those of you who yeah. can't see, I did just leer at Anthony on the camera. Oh, I will say that Wedding Singer and Fifty First States are not disgusting Adam Sandler. Some of the other characters probably take over because he's kind of a romantic lead in both of those movies, so he can't be as disgusting. Um, I don't like disgusting Adam Sandler. but Which we didn't have in, like, Happy Gilmore um, no, not really. Early days. Billy Madison, he was just real, really immature. No, I'm going to change my Billy Madison and go with Wedding Singer. The more I think about it, it's, it's Wedding Singer. His his song, I mean, just loving, love watching him in the, in the middle of a breakdown at a wedding singing, somebody kill me, please. <laughs> <laughs> that is the wedding <laughs> I want to go to right there. Somebody kill me, please. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys Rob Schneider fans? start. I am not at all. Yeah. I hate Adam Sandler's whole gang of friends that he always makes movies with. It's a whole troop of them that I can't stand. Kevin James? Chris Rock? Yeah. Chris, Kevin James, I love King of Queens. Chris Rock, I can't stand. Chris Farley? Oh. Chris oh Farley? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Did you just make the uh noise when I said Chris Farley? I feel like you just ventured into some serious heresy territory. Son. <laughs> Do you like the movie Tommy Boy, Anthony? Let's be clear right now. This is a game changer. Do you like the movie Tommy Boy? I like the movie Tommy Boy. <laughs> Oh, gosh. I was worried. I was trying really quickly to do a screenshot of Julia to share with you. I have never seen that level of intensity on Julia's face. I trust no person that does not like the movie Tommy Boy. 
my disdain for uh, Rob Schneider, I mean, I was kind of on the fence, like, eh, you know, whatever. I don't really care until I saw him do that movie, Hot Chick. And from then on, oh I was out. Oh, my God. Hot Chick and Animal. Was it Animal, the other one? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I haven't liked any movie he's carried on his own. But his little side parts in Adam Sandler movies are always You comical. can do it. Yeah. Or what's-his-face from 51st Dates. What's his name? I don't remember. But we've talked about his quotes yeah. in those movies that I like so much. And that's about as much I, as I can tolerate of, of Rob. Fun, fun fact about Adam Sandler, though. He, there's only one actor who's ever eclipsed him for more Raspberry Award nominations. <laughs> And that was Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone. Man, that's pretty bad when you... Because, like, I figure Adam Sandler kind of has an idea he's going to get those when he makes a movie. Oh, for sure. Sly probably doesn't. Sly. <laughs> it makes well, me a little sad. Sly thinks he's doing a good job. Right. Yo, Adrian! <laughs> so I'm not a Rocky fan either. Okay, so we're 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 delving, we're avoiding this movie as quite a bit here by delving on any other uh, tangential conversations we possibly can. I'm gonna last person I'm gonna miss mention is John Lovitz. Also, not a fan. Yeah, no. Um, I did like the movie A League of Our A League of Their Own. He was in The Wedding Singer. Um, like both of those, but other than that, I'm just not a big fan. Mm-mm. I'd agree. Me either. All right, well, we've come around, and we um, are on the same page now. All right, let's just jump into this movie, Histories. I'm going to be selfish and go first. I saw this movie years ago. Did not really remember much about it. Remembered it very differently than it is. Uh, (laughs) um, Did you watch it drunk initially, like Disco 54 There's a really good, like, there's a really high likelihood that 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 was, uh, this was 2002, so yeah. Um, there's a really good chance that was the case. Um, Christine said she remembers falling asleep during it, and I'm just going to quote her um, from when we watched it this time that I fully remember. And we made it four minutes into the movie before she said, all right, I tried. We got four minutes in, but I'm going to need you to put on something that doesn't suck. (laughs) (laughs) Anthony, what's your history? saw this movie in theaters when it first came out. Wow. Why? Um, if you hate Adam Sandler, why? It's just at the group of people. Oh. Social thing. Um, hated it then. Always liked the Hanukkah song. I've always got chuckles out of that. Uh, but have not seen this movie since, nor have I really thought about this movie since until... Somebody suggested adding it to our list. And, uh, We're talking about Hanukkah movies. It's the only one I know. <laughs> that, which is sad. That makes that legitimately depresses me. That this is probably the most like you know well known mainstream Hanukkah movie. But I digress. I think I, we should uh, have when we were discussing Hanukkah, we should have placed more of an emphasis on the Hanukkah parts of the holiday as opposed to this. I feel like we would have been much more gracious to our jewish contingents probably we'll have to do another one sometime this year to make up for it we're sorry but i uh actually there's a twitter comment from one of our jewish listeners that i wanted to read later on but yeah no so today was the first time i saw it in since it initially came out and 17 years 
And my, uh, I don't remember feeling this strongly about it when I first saw it, but I, I hate this movie, guys. I hate it. Starting off age. Again, it just depresses me because of the whole Hanukkah doesn't get a lot of movies. So the fact that this one is so mainstream depresses me. You know, I, I was surprised we had so much love for it on Reddit. Yeah, me too. I was too. Julia, I, what's your history? Uh, today. I mean, I'd always awesome. heard about this movie, but I'd never seen it until today. So not much of a history for me. You know what okay. else, though? It depresses me. What depresses me about it? I think this, there's a kernel of a good story in there. If it weren't Adam Sandler putting it Abs- on. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> he wasn't allowed to do a pass at the script. Let's just jump into the movie. There's one quote I liked in it. I laughed one time quite a bit, and I'll share that when we get to quotes. <laughs> but that was literally it. I was so annoyed throughout the entire episode this is the worst town full of the worst human beings on earth there's nothing redemptive about this town i would never go and uh you know i was listening to cabinet of curiosities about a place in canada that they had to flood and the entire place is still intact underwater yeah i think that's too good of a result for this town (laughs) it needs to be flooded and destroyed without glacial water preserving it <laughs> um, it was awful. Uh, so you have these—you have this little sweet old man who's got some serious issues and boundary problems with his sister that just creeped me out beyond belief. Yes. Who really cares about kids in the community and has been volunteering ref for the basketball league for 35 years who just wants a patch, this patch that they give out once a year to somebody in the town. Mm-hmm. Um, not only is the town absolutely horrible to him, the writers were horrible to him, the animators were horrible to him, and whoever made the choice to have Adam Sandler with that obnoxious, unbearable voice for this whitey character yeah. was unkind to this guy. Whitey was the only character in this film. I didn't, I won't say, I'm not going to say I like him, but that I could somewhat sympathize with. The was only the- one. Was it the body hair that brought you two together? Do you know how long it took me to figure out that's what that was on his body? I'm like, what is right? I don't understand. Why is he so fuzzy? Oh, it's body hair. It's supposed it's to be humorous. Because he's old. Yeah, but it like was but so it's not because far. He's old. When he was younger, he had white hair too. <laughs> when he went to prom and got laughed at and went home and danced with his mom and then did he grab her butt? Did I see that? <laughs> okay. So that story about him at prom, I asked a girl to dance once, and she showed up with another guy after agreeing to go with me. In the eighth what? grade. So, I, so when I saw that happen to Whitey, I fell for him in that moment. Man, that's rotten. You think Yikes. she's listening? If you're listening... Girl from eighth grade, you're rotten. You're rotten. It's the I can't first believe a girl did that to you, Anthony. That's awful. Yeah, I bet that, that affected seventh, you for the rest of your life. That was a seventh or eighth grade. Never went to another school dance after that, including junior and senior prom. You didn't go to prom. I did not go to prom. That's sad. That makes me sad. I went to all the proms I could go to. <laughs> I took all the dates I could to all the proms, including more That's than what I've heard. Okay. Okay, I took. I was sort of with two people at one prom, without them 
being aware that that was the case. So I'm, wait, 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 wait. So I'm confused by this story. Were you like Mrs. Doubtfiring it back and forth between the dates? Oh no, I was way too cocky for that. You just uh, thought they'd be good. <laughs> so I'd be like, I'm cool with this. I took one of, I took one girl, and then there was another girl was meeting up there. It, it was not good. We don't need to go into that. Tom, shocked. Shocking revelations coming out on this podcast episode. I know. I'm editing it, so we'll see if I'm brave enough to keep it in there. <laughs> if you keep it in, if you don't keep it in, but my sob story <laughs> ends up in that. Oh. And I mean, just them showing him, like, when they had to be shirts and skins, and he took his shirt off, and it's all white with, like, a circle skin around his belly button. That was just weird. Isn't that opposite of standard body hair? I mean, it doesn't usually get hairy around your belly button. I'm thinking of Robin Williams for some reason. Because he's the, the hairiest, hairiest guy on earth. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's a stopping point in his belly. <laughs> wearing Robin Williams. <laughs> Interesting choices with the animation in this movie. Oh. I was not a fan of the animation style. Nope. It reminded me of... Well, it reminded me of 80s animated shows, um, but not in a good way. So the animators who did this movie did the Iron Giant. And I love the Iron Giant. I think the Iron Giant's a beautiful movie, but I don't know. There are some scenes at the very beginning when they're showing the town done up for the holiday, the very like first 10 seconds of the film. I thought yeah. it was very nice and festive. Um, yeah. I'll tell you, I did not appreciate them throwing in the reindeer pooping while laughing. Oh, that was horrific. Can I just tell you? <laughs> Hannah leaned over my shoulder while I was watching this today, and she's like, hey, what you watching? Right at that moment. And she's like, I don't know what's happening here. Why did that man take his shirt off? Why is he banging his face on the table? Why are those reindeer pooping? And she looked at that and walked off, and she's like, that's interesting. Where do you find these movies? <laughs> yeah, I didn't understand why that guy, why the um... – the horribly racial, racist stereotype of an Asian American man took his shirt off in the yeah during the dinner. voiced by Rob. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. That was so we, we we start out and Adam Sandler comes out of the bar. He's obviously very in a Chinese restaurant intoxicated. Yes. Oh yeah, he was. Oh yeah, he was getting sloshed at a Chinese restaurant. He comes out stumbling, can't walk. The cops see him and pull up behind him. He's trying to put his key in, and they're showing all these scratches where this is apparently a continued thing around the lock on his car. So I don't understand why he's using that because as he walks away, he clicks it to lock it. <laughs> <laughs> so I know what they were trying to go for, but there was an inconsistency there. <laughs> and he leaves, and he ends up running from the police. They ended up chasing him. He gets caught. He goes before the judge. The judge is about to throw the book at him and put him and send him to prison. And this little weird munchkin type guy, Whitey, who lives with his sister for 60 years or whatever, for some inexplicable reason. Uh, he comes up and he's like, well, uh, you know, I'm going to be retiring as the town referee for the kids basketball because there's only one referee for the basketball teams in this town for whatever reason why don't i train him to be one of my own and uh, the judge is like that's a great idea to which i think wow let's have the violent abusive town drunk start working with children that seems like we're heading in the right direction 
<laughs> so, so real quick, did you know what the original title of this movie was? Uh-uh. Whitey and David, but the uh, the studio changed it because they thought it sounded too politically incorrect. Whitey and David. Whitey, yeah, I could see where they may have come to that conclusion. So the movie tries to make us sympathize with David, right? Because when he was younger, he was. He's on the basketball team, great all-around kid, you know, on the right path in life, and his parents died in a car accident on the way to one of his games, right? And then he ended up in foster care until he became 18. And all went downhill from there. And then all went downhill. Which, again, like, ideas, seeds of an interesting story in there, but... If you say so. It's not... It's, no, I, I do say so, and I think a better actor could have had... Well, there was no saving the script, but... I don't think there's ever going to be a good story where the town drunk... Where Judge puts a town drunk in charge of a bunch of children. That's just a bad, stupid storyline. I said seeds of an interesting story. I didn't That's what they did with Mighty Ducks. He may not have been the town drunk, but he was... He was not... He was, yeah, he was the Mighty Ducks was an awesome movie. He, did, he didn't have that abusive streak where like Adam Sandler singing about all the things he likes to do to abuse people in town. No, no, he definitely didn't. He didn't but. seem like a, an imminent danger to children in a controlled environment. We, no. we haven't mentioned that yet, by the way, but you just mentioned it. For those who haven't seen this movie, this is a musical. And it's filled with some of the worst songs in a musical I've ever seen. I've ever heard. No, I didn't so. like a single one of them until the credits. <laughs> Funny story. So, tonight, we um, light our candles and incense and we're doing our evening prayers at the Icon Corner. And... Um, the movie had been off for a while. The TV turned off. The Apple TV is connected to our um, soundbar. And we're there, and something, we're in the middle of, we just started praying, and some loud excerpt from the movie randomly comes across the uh, speakers. And it's, of course, something, I don't even remember what it was, but it's something profane that Adam Sandler said, and then it went silent again. Oh, my yeah, I whoever thought a musical starring Adam Sandler was a good idea was not right. Well, he's got that. so many good. So- he has done a lot of good songs. Like they're not musicals, though. Um, no. I, if you remember how Sloppy Joe or Sloppy the Joe. Slop Slop that turned into uh, yeah. a musical. As I would watch a musical based on a well. lunch lady played by Chris Farley with that song as the, the, the theme. <laughs> but I think I think yeah. they could have. I think if they had, if they had reined it in and done stuff that's a little more like that or uh, the Hanukkah song. If how do you make a Hanukkah movie with Adam Sandler and not have the Hanukkah song until the very until the credits? No yeah. idea. None. No that. idea. What a miss. <sighs> By the dreidels? <laughs> the kids singing with the, with the dreidels? <laughs> I, mm. I don't For know. a Hanukkah movie, this. there's a lot of Christmas imagery in this film. Yep. Trees well, and lights and ice sculptures everywhere. That was a nice message. Like uh, Whitey, when he's at the courthouse, he comes in and he says, happy first night of Hanukkah to somebody. And so he's like, I don't celebrate Hanukkah. He's like, well, neither do I, but I can still wish people a happy Hanukkah. Um, I did like that message there. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and there was a nice blending of a Christmas and Hanukkah theme. But I did not get any of the the feels at all. Mm-mm. No. I got zero feels. The only part that made me smile somewhat at all was, again, the first five seconds with the narration about the holidays and you're going through the town, seeing it all lit up, and then we quickly get to Adam Sandler and that all went out the window for me. You don't like the technical foul song? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, I... No. So usually we talk about what our favorite song was. I think we can agree in this film was probably the Hanukkah song over the end credits, right? Definitely. I don't know so what else would be. What's your least favorite song in this film? Davy's song was terrible. Yeah, that was bad. Patch song? Where he was singing oh, out. Robert yeah. Smeagol was a part of that. Smeagol? Smeagol? However we say it. Bad. Smeagol? Long ago was bad. Technical foul was probably my least favorite. Mine too, one hundred percent. It's just, and that's given the yeah. context and the lyrics of Davy's song, which is all about how awful Davy is and the horrible things he does to people in the town. This technical foul song by Whitey and his sister to all the things that Adam Sandler can't do when he because Adam Sandler played basketball with some kid. And there was a glimmer of a decent character there where he was encouraging this kid and teaching him how to play basketball where mm-hmm. they beat these guys and make him eat some rather obese man's dirty, sweaty jockstrap. And then one of the guys comes back and burns down the trailer, the camper RV that Adam Sandler lives in. And he still had the jockstrap in his mouth. Not sure what that <laughs> yeah, was about. Like, what an idiot. <laughs> Not sure what that was about. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe the directors thought we wouldn't be smart enough to remember who he was from earlier. (laughs) (laughs) But man, that was bad. I also hated the intervention song because that was just really trippy to me. All the brand logos singing to him in the mall while he's drunk. Yeah, that the mall is a magical place apparently full of mysticism is very confusing (laughs) to me. Very confusing to me. I... It's an and it's not, it's not even just for David. It's for Whitey later on in the film. He Absolutely. wants to go to the mall. He goes there yeah. and has this, like, this, this nostalgic moment of feels with the mall floor. Well, I didn't get the patch that I've been telling you I was going to get. Like, who? <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> there were moments in this movie that did make me laugh. Just they weren't near as often as in other Adam Sandler movies. And I couldn't even tell you what moments those were. <laughs> so they weren't memorable. <laughs> Can I read one of my favorite quotes while you're looking that up, Tom? Yeah. yeah, go for it. <clears throat> During the opening narration where he's talking about, the narrator's talking about how wonderful the holidays are. He says, but you know what? There are some buffoons out there who actually can't stand the holiday season. And I was like, that's exactly how I feel. The people who can't stand the holiday season are buffoons. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to skip the entire movie from where Anthony's favorite quote was and go to the very end. (laughs) uh, It's just, it's a stupid quote, but it made me laugh. Uh, Whitey says, you know, Stone, if my imaginary wife and I ever have a son, I hope you'll consider him a brother. And then Adam Stanley responds, thanks, Whitey, and I'll pretend I never heard you say that. 
<laughs> you know, some people may who only tune in, who have only tuned in the past two weeks to this show, may think we're buffoons. We ate the holiday season since we covered a merry freaking Christmas and now eight crazy nights. Yeah, I. Uh, the seizures well, were bizarre, by the way. Yeah. And such a stupid note to end on, too. That's how you end yeah. the movie. So there is a romantic subplot in this film we didn't touch on. Right? Yeah, there is. Kind of. Decades <laughs> old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Adam Sandler's wife was the voice of his love interest. It was like his childhood crush. He thought he got tongue from her French kissing and uh, it was his retainer <laughs> oh, gosh. and now she's uh, you know has a kid divorced right or is she married oh I hope she's divorced because they have a thing <laughs> although yeah I either way her. it works for Whitey or for Davey <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to reach for any kind of positive things I could say about this film they did a good job making Davy look like a young Adam Sandler. <laughs> in much better shape than Adam Sandler has ever been in. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> I mean, pretty ripped for the town drunk. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any favorite quotes. I can tell you that nothing disgusts me more than burping. I really hate burping. I don't know why an elf it's tolerable to me, but that's probably the only time in the history of ever a burp has been tolerable to me. Um, the ones here is just, oh gosh, I don't know. It grossed me out really bad. Maybe because an elf, it was actually, it was a fake burp. And it Maybe that was it. Just no Adam Sandler's actually doing that. Yeah, that's just. You think so? Too much, too much. Which, which part? That that was real on Adam Sandler's part? hundred percent. Yeah, I don't have any favorite quotes. Um, the basketball game was not a bad moment for me. I do like how you see these creeps of humanity in Davy's character. The, it's the Adam that I like in the Adam movies. I like, right? It's got a little heart to him. Um, I like how concerned he is about Whitey getting that bad. I mean, he's remorseful in the end. When they're giving the badge away to that other person at that big party, you can tell that he's got some remorse. I mean, we might have a limited amount of emotional range in this movie, but you can tell that Davey has remorse and that he cares for Whitey. And then um, I'm happy with him being a part of the resolution where, where Whitey gets the patch and that he had something to do with it by, by standing up for his friend at the end. So those so were all align this moment. Yeah, I would call that a Linus moment for, for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was happy with that at least. That might be what tips me over the edge on I would watch this movie again versus last week's movie. Um, as horrific as parts of this movie were, <laughs> as reluctant as I would be to watch it again, if I had to pit them against each other, I actually liked this one more than last last week's movie. So. Yeah. Although a big dismay, they had a real big miss on focusing more on Hanukkah. Um, It felt like a total afterthought to me a little bit. This isn't a Hanukkah movie, right? No. No, no. It's the closest thing to what I've seen. Uh, Yeah. There's a Hallmark film 
where what's the name of it where it's like they use craigslist a guy's trying to find a date for the holidays he's you know celebrates christmas the girl celebrates hanukkah and they pretend to be together to bring them home to their families and fall in love that was sort of a hanukkah movie it's so and original it's such an original plot line <laughs> and hallmark's doing a hanukkah movie this year so are they are okay they are which is good because Hanukkah does deserve more rep- representation than Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights. I agree with that. Because this is this is just not a Hanukkah movie. No. I mean, I liked the image of the menorah and the Santa Claus next to one another, the ice sculptures. I thought that was pretty cool. I thought mm-hmm. that was. The dancing at the end, what we would consider traditional dancing and mm-hmm. music was nice, but... It just seemed like an afterthought. Absolutely. 100%. See, in the end, we ended up on the same page about this film. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any other thoughts, scenes, quotes? <laughs> Let's rank this puppy and get it over with. <laughs> and then we can get on to some fun stuff, like, view, like listener comments. Ooh, All right. Listener. Yeah, we got, a, we got some good feedback. I think uh, it picked up a little bit this week. Our yeah. plea at the end of last week's episode worked. Or basically, guys, we're lonely. We don't have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Anthony, what do you give this movie? Let's kick it off with you. I am going to give this a stone cold zero. Oh, man. You're putting this as bad as Kirk Cameron saving Christmas. I would, rat- I would watch this over that one, but I can't. I can't give anything more than a zero. I'd watch anything else on the list over this. Anything else on the list over this. All American Christmas Carol. One Magic Christmas. All of it. That pains me. I'm giving it a .99. And apologizing again to the star for giving it a one. <laughs> I'm giving this a that 0.45 which brings us to 0.48 which puts it a merry freaking christmas did not stay at number 50 long because this slides in between santa sleigh and a merry freaking christmas at number 50 on our list it's a stinker that's awesome i know we've got some some we've had some some feedback from listeners um can I read the one Jewish uh, comment we Which got from a Jewish listener? Which is what I was going to say. Let's kick off with our Twitter comment from, a, from a, a Jewish listener that we have. Yep. This is from Mark Lax. And uh, Mark is very active on Twitter. He actually won the Rocket Ornament giveaway we had at the end of last year. Um, he wrote, first, thank you for covering a Hanukkah movie. While I think we can agree this isn't the best, unfortunately, there aren't many to cover. One of the reasons I enjoy your show and some of the others is that with the lack of Hanukkah movies and specials, we all ended up watching Christmas specials and movies. So I've enjoyed those most of my life, so it's nice to listen to discussions on the topic. Also, some of the best memories I have as a kid were around the holidays. But in this age where people are accepting more inclusion, we still can't get any Hanukkah specials. Now, I'm glad to hear that Hallmark is finally doing a Hanukkah movie. I'm skeptical, of course, but we shall see what happens. I hope in the future we will see a few more movies and specials, but again, I'm not holding my breath. But again, I'd really like to thank you for including Hanukkah in your show. Love the show. Keep up the great work. That's awesome. 
That yeah. is awesome. So, and just so y'all know, we do usually, um, we read all of our comments and try to respond to everybody who writes in, but we also usually, we also talk to one another about what we hear and what people are saying. And it really does encourage us, keeps us going. We have um, one more Twitter comment, actually. Jump in. This is from Mr. Tim Babb, our friend Tim Babb. I can't wait for Christmas. Today, right? Yeah. Today. He recommended a movie to us. He said, have you guys done this one yet? Looks like it could be good or it could be a train wreck. Either way, I'm in. Hashtag Mr. Scrooge to see you. So the movie is called Mr. Scrooge to see you. And this is a little uh, synopsis in the picture he, he posted with it. Sent on a journey 170 years into the future, Scrooge encounters a world even colder and greedier than his own. A world that includes a young cutthroat businessman named Timothy Cratchit VI. Will Scrooge be able to turn Cratchit from his selfish ways and teach him the true meaning of Christmas? Wow. I say we add it to the list. Uh, that's exactly why I, I replied to him earlier. I told him we are definitely going to cover this film. <laughs> and for those of you who are not yet familiar with Tim, he's part of the Christmas Podcast Network with us and just dropped an episode at Can't Wait for Christmas this week. So go check it out. Uh, he drops them every month on the 25th of the month. Disco54 on Reddit has me a little ashamed of myself as a human being. And I think Anthony and Julia feel the same. When we had our question <laughs> on where we would like to have Christmas dinner, not a single one of the co-hosts said Hogwarts. Oh my I gosh! Can you we missed out that? on that. Disco Fifty Four says Hogwarts, and I am not kidding. Uh, within minutes, each of us is like, "Oh, how did we not? How did we not say that?" <laughs> G Davila did say he wanted to have Christmas dinner with the Who's. And uh, if not them, then with the Rankin Bass, Santa Rudolph, and Frosty at the North Pole. So Anthony asked him which version of Santa. And the reply was the Mickey Rooney Santa. So. Yes, agree. So thanks for chiming in with answers. It's really great to be able to read and share and see what other people, uh, how other people interpret the questions or how horribly we failed all of you listeners by not thinking of Hogwarts. Oh my gosh. I really need to apologize to Almost Santa and that rivet guy. Almost Santa loves this movie and there's so many parts of the movie that makes him or her laugh, cry, and smile. Tell us more. (laughs) (laughs) I think the only way to remedy this, because that rivet guy goes on to say it's one of his favorites by Adam Sandler. He does a Mm -hmm. great job expressing how Hanukkah is celebrated while Christmas is going on at the same time, gives him the holiday feels, mentions how the story is heartfelt um, at the same time being ridiculous and over the top slapsticky. I feel like the only way to really remedy and understand these feelings we are all having would be if we sat in a room with almost Santa and that rabbit guy and watch this movie together. Cause we are on opposite ends of the spectrum. We and are. that would be super fun. I mean, wouldn't it be, it, I don't know how it would ever work, but it would be super cool to get us all in one location at some well, point. Day. I'm hoping that one day we can do a live show. The future one day when we're really big, do a live oh. show in person. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I like your optimism and enthusiasm, Anthony. We really do like engaging with you all. Uh, we like hearing from you. 
We made it even easier for you all to connect with us. If you go to tisthepodcast.com slash any of our social media, it'll redirect you. So you can go to tisthepodcast.com slash Facebook, Reddit, Instagram, Twitter, and it'll take you to our pages. So it's super easy now. Uh, we removed one barrier of entry for you guys to communicate with us. Please reach out, let us know what you think, and uh, we'll share your thoughts here. We also have a link to one other property. Anthony, do you want to talk about that? Sure. We also have a Patreon page that you can visit at www.patreon.com slash tis the podcast. If you love our show and want some extra content and want to support our show in a small way for as little as a dollar per month, you can get full length bonus episodes, which um, we try to release one per month. Uh, We missed February. We took January off, but we're doubling up in March. But uh, we have some good stuff coming on coming up on Patreon this year. Uh, we have some awesome episodes out there already. Extended episodes uh, about Harry Potter in the Office, Halloween episodes, um, you know, just Christmas commercials, a bunch of cool stuff. And uh, you know, if you want to donate more than a dollar, depending, you could get uh, stickers, buttons, and a bunch of other cool things we're planning. So check that out, www.patreon.com slash podcast. I'm hoping to have a chance next week to finish up the, uh, finish up a button, guys. So I'm, I'm excited. Button. 2016's The Night Before, um, Seth Rogen, James Franco. We're going to cover <laughs> that movie next it. week. Joseph James Gordon Franco doesn't even start I like, it. I like <laughs> Joseph. In it, though, she doesn't like James no. Franco, but she does like jo- Joseph Gordon. Love it. I do. I do like Jeff, but we'll see if that stands <laughs> next week. I have very low expectations about. Tom remembers. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the week after, we will be covering the 1977 of Flintstones Christmas. Um, be fun to get back into some childhood esque Christmas land. Um, it will so, be. We've had three weeks of non-Christmas feel movies. Yeah, I need some Christmas feels. Um, so do some homework if you want to join us the next two weeks and know what's going on and what we're talking about, or don't watch them and be surprised by the content you hear. Um, either way, we we just want you to come back. Please come back. <laughs> it please. gets better. <laughs> and please keep up the engagement. You were we got you know we love the feedback. I like that a lot more than the statistics we have coming up for how long we are out from Christmas. We are officially 7,104 hours from Christmas. Which is only 296 days. We're out of the 300s. 42 weeks, y'all. It'll be here before you know it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I was in the 30s. After that, we'll be 20s, and it'll be time to buy Christmas presents. All right, everyone. Have a Merry Monday and a Happy New Week. Bye, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good, guys. The festival of lights. One day of presents, hell no, we get eight.